G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. Well, the background of new Australians can be fascinating. Not everybody who's a new Australian arrives here on a boat. Well, Australia's generous immigration intake means that those new neighbours or people at your local shopping centre may have the most amazing stories to tell. Well, our guest today is Anthony Kamau. He's been living in Australia for almost a year now. He grew up in Kenya. And as his story goes, he lost all of his family by the time he was 10 to HIV AIDS. He has worked with refugees in Kenya, in Uganda and Sudan. And he's emerged as something of an evangelist, having led as many as 20,000 people to faith in Christ. Well, Anthony is joining us in the studio. Anthony, welcome along to 2020. Thank you so much. Anthony, you're only a young man. How old are you now? I'm 24 years old. 24 years old. You have this calling, you might call it, on your life yes. as an evangelist. Yes. And you've led 20,000 people to Christ. Yes. That was, was that primary in refugee camps in Africa? Uh, basically, I started uh, uh, primarily from my high school. Uh, that was in, uh, I was in grade 10. And then when I went to university, I was at Kenyatta University, which is in the, in the capital city, Nairobi. That's where I got many platforms to preach across the country. Uh, in Kenya, we have 40, 47 counties, uh, like what we call states here. And out of the 47 counties, I was able to transverse to over 42 counties preaching the gospel, uh, seeing hundreds and thousands come into the Lord in faith. How does that happen for a young man? What's going on in Kenya that someone with your youthfulness mm-hmm. has an opportunity to address tens of thousands of people with the gospel? Is there something special in Kenya that gives you that opportunity? I can say Kenya is a Christian country, and uh, there are so many platforms to reach out uh, the gospel to everybody, you know, the whole nation. And one of the things that have uh, really been uh, a great motivation is that I have uh, spiritual fathers who have mentored me that despite my age, I'm able to do quite a lot in the things of faith. And then uh, it's a personal decision that I made that uh, I want to leave a legacy. And when God was calling me, uh, the clear was so uh, the call was so clear that he's calling me for the nations to preach out, reach out with hope, you know, reaching out to the orphans, vulnerable people, and everybody across the nations. And so that has been my passion, and uh, I do it with a lot of energy, and I have seen the grace of God, you know, uh, moving me from one level to the other. Anthony, when you say you've had some spiritual fathers yes. who've mentored you along the way, yes. it's because you lost your own natural father yes. when you were very young. Yes. And uh, he, as many members of your family, were taken by HIV AIDS. Yeah. How do you deal with that as a child, as you would have been? Uh, the stereotype uh, 
is real and uh, I was despised, I was rejected, um, also in my community because many knew what was happening and what happened. And uh, But I thank God for my grandmother because she stood with me together with my uncles and aunties. Uh, they raised me up well in a, in a Christian way, though there were challenges. You know, as a person, one of the greatest things that you'd ever want is to grow up under a family, more so a nuclear family where you can see your mom, dad and sister. But I want to appreciate them wherever they are in Kenya, you know, that despite their limitations, despite the limited resources, they were able to commit themselves into proper parenting and actually seen me go through university. Actually, I'm a master's uh, student at the moment uh, doing uh, an MBA in strategic management. And I can attribute this to uh, the foundation in the background I got. And so about the spiritual fathers, these are people... I met along the way. I would like to appreciate uh, Apostle David Juma, uh, Bishop Henley Murandi. You know, there are so many that have uh, held my hands in uh, in seeing the person I am today. So many pastors, so many uh, bishops, so many apostles that I grew up with. Uh, I grew up under them and uh, they really supported me in my walk with the Lord. And uh, uh, going to Kenyatta University where most of my uh, much of my spiritual journey was formed because at one point I was a CU chairman, the Christian Union chairman. Uh, working with these people uh, really meant a lot of growth to me and uh, the personal commitment to study the scriptures from Genesis to Revelation. Actually, I've done the Bible five times and uh, I'm doing the sixth time now from Genesis to Revelation. You know, personal devotion, prayer has reformed part of whom I am through the mentorship of these people. Well, I think your enthusiasm is contagious, and I know listeners will be recognizing that uh, contagiousness of of uh, just hearing this passion that you have. Yeah. Uh, you're only 24. Yes. Uh, you are married. Yes. In fact, God sent you to a refugee camp, yes. and you met your wife there. Yes. You know, uh, I have been doing those revival tours, and... Uh, when I finished uni, God sent me to the Dab refugee camp, which is in northern Kenya, a place that is uh, it, it's a dry place and uh, it's far from the city, very remote, no roads. You know, it's rough road going there. And these people uh, are separated, alienated from the other people. And uh, they usually uh, are towards the border of Kenya and Somalia, where the Al-Shabaab militia, the Al-Qaeda, uh, operating from and so when God called me to go there people are like uh, you want to go there and die you're so young why are you risking but the go- the call of God was so evident uh, and uh, God had strongly spoken about this and so I went forward and uh, I reached out in conferences in mentorship in revival meetings and I saw many refugees being transformed and that's how I met my wife was in uh uh, one of uh, the three camps in the Dab refugee camp. I imagine that your wife has her own story to tell. Yes. Uh, given that she was in a refugee camp. For 15 uh, years. For 15 years. <laughs> yes. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. And so what was her story, just very quickly? Um, they fled away from South Sudan because of war. Uh, at the moment, South Sudan is still uh, fighting. It is still uh, unstable. And uh, they fled to Kenya and they were received by the UN uh, and they were registered in the Dab refugee camp where they stayed for 15 years until, uh, you know, our God is so faithful. 
you know, they continued serving the Lord despite the hardships. You know, I was reading the word for today, you know, the writers of Psalms were people who were going through tough times, you know, David and the rest, but they were encouraged every day to turn their sorrow into praise. So despite my wife and the whole family being in a refugee camp, they remained positive, resilient, and uh, they ran after their goals. And uh, in the process of serving, they stood out. You went, picked them up, and uh, they got a place uh, for resettlement in Australia. And so they came here, and they're really doing well. Anthony, you have founded a ministry. Yes. You're a preacher of the gospel. Yes. 20,000 have come to Christ under your preaching. Yes. Uh, you've founded Hope Springs International. Yeah. And you've got a vision, having preached in Kenya yes. and in East Africa. Here you are in Australia, no doubt looking mm-hmm. for opportunities. Yes. And uh, we'll give a way that... Uh, listeners might be able to be in contact with this young man. Yes. Uh, you've got also this opportunity opening up in Fiji. Mm-hmm. And so mission is mm-hmm. really at the heart of what you want to do. Yes. I might even say right now that right at this very moment, mm-hmm. you don't have a website and yes. you'd love to make contact with someone who can help you to put together a website yes. that will give a point of contact online for you and we'll yes. give a, a Facebook page very shortly. Yeah. But this is amazing because mm-hmm. you've got a great career ahead of you. Yes. And Australia now, is that going to be a home base for you while yes. you look to reach out to the world? Yes. So um, Australia has been a wonderful home and there are so many opportunities here to serve. And uh, my vision is to see the whole world filled with a gospel like the waters covers the oceans. You know, that's what the Bible says. And uh, the command is so clear. Jesus left to us that go ye to the whole nations, uh, preaching and baptizing in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And so uh, I've been able to bring people together, uh, meeting every every Friday and every Sunday. We used to meet at Gold Adams Community Park in Kingston, but in one way or the other, we have not been able to continue and People would really come in large numbers, hungry and thirsty for God. And uh, God also presented another opportunity. Uh, I was able to go to Fiji, and uh, I preached in one of the biggest uh, churches in Nadi, Fiji, uh, the Living Way Church. And uh, it was so awesome, so powerful, and they are looking forward towards uh, having a conference uh, very soon. And uh, still in Fiji, uh, I was able to connect with a pastor in Vanuatu. Uh, he has been following me up because they're organizing a conference and I'm the main guest speaker. So at my tender age, uh, I believe I have a long way to go. And I'm so passionate and enthusiastic, you know, in preaching the word in and out of season, walking in holiness and presenting Christ in all in all the fields that God will provide for me. Anthony, what is the special essence of the message you bring when you are preaching that causes people to stop what they're doing, to listen intently, to even come to a point of repentance and putting their faith in Christ? What is so special about the way you preach that message? Number one, I preach with a lot of passion because um, uh, uh, because uh, I preach with a lot of passion Secondly, um, Jesus is the main message. I don't preach out of the message. I preach the Bible, you know, Bible, you know, Christ crucified and the power therein to save every sinner. Thirdly, I'm a miracle myself. You know, when you're telling somebody that 
I'm an orphan and I have seen the masses of God. You know, I had cancer. I have seen God healing me. You know, I was diabetic. I have seen God healing me. When we are speaking out of reference that this is what God has done, you know, you remember when, uh, when, uh, the, the apostles, uh, John, Peter and James were arrested by the Sanhedrin. And these guys, you know, were being questioned, but they said, we can, we cannot stop sharing what we have seen and what we have heard. So I speak from a point of a personal encounter. You know, my closet life is so rich. I have a personal walk with God. And so when I go there, I don't need to promote myself, but Jesus himself promotes himself out of uh, the personal walk we have with him. That whenever I go somewhere, you know, the word is backed up with power. It is backed up by miracles. I have seen a lady heal from breast cancer. I have seen, you know, people who came to the meeting sick go home well. I have seen people who came hopeless go home well, you know, and I don't force it. It just flows naturally and automatically because I speak out of a place of um humility, you know, allowing Christ, who is the main message, allowing God speak for himself because I'm just a vulnerable vessel available for use by him. Well, people can feel the passion that you carry and with the testimony that you have, yeah. And the miracles that you've seen, you are convinced that this is the direction that God has called you. And yes. I mentioned that you had founded a ministry called Hope Springs International. Yeah. You don't even have a website. Yes. And at the beginning of a what will look likely to be a long and fruitful ministry career yes. where tens of thousands of more people will come to Christ. Yes. I know that you would like to meet a friend or two who can help you get along the way. Only 12 months in Australia, you're looking for someone who can help you to get set up with a website. Yes. You do have a Facebook page. Yes. Now, this could be a bit confusing because there's a <laughs> cultural thing here because your yeah. an name is Anthony Kamau, K-A-M-A-U. Yeah. But your Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash Anthony Mbugwa. Yes. M-B-U-G-U-A. Yes. Doesn't flow off the Aussie lips as easily. <laughs> give, give us a little insight as to why that is your uh, Facebook name. Actually, uh, that's my my legal name we usually named after our grandparents so my grandfather was mbogwa alleged he passed on uh, in 2017 and i was really heartbroken because when my parents passed away uh he became my father and uh, my grandmother became my mother so we have had that personal relationship so we are usually named after our grandparents so mbogwa is my grandfather's name and kamau is my dad so for those listeners who'd like to make contact with Anthony, it's facebook.com forward slash Anthony Mbugwa, M-B-U-G-U-A. And uh, if you're wondering, I've forgotten how to say that name, you can get in touch with us here at Vision yeah. and we'll be able to pass that on. But Anthony, wonderful getting your story, yeah. uh, wonderful hearing these insights, and uh, I feel very good about the way that God is about to launch you yeah. into some major things. Yeah. Uh, you've already seen such miracles and yeah. such favor, and uh, my prayer is that that will continue for your life. So thank you so much for being with us today on 2020. Yeah, thank you so much. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. 
Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.